didn't didn't quite get it you know (laughs) it's a work in progress it's the last day of the year it's true yes it is that's insane that we are recording this podcast on the last day of 2017 you know what are years as i get older i'm like what are years you know what i mean um that's the yeah. next Vanessa time solo is a show is I don't know years. <laughs> I don't know these years. Huh? Uh, I think that'd be a good back. one. But like seriously, like it just goes by so fast. You get older for it some does. reason. Your bones change. Your body changes. Mm-hmm. Those bones. Yeah. yeah. Change. I remember, you know, it's 20, it's, it's, it's uh, January 31st, 2017. I'm holding a newspaper up just so you all know that's real. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember... Sitting at a trendy East Side bar with Vanessa and Michael the day after Trump's inauguration, or the day of. I can't, it was, no, it was the day after. It was January 20th, I believe. Okay. 2017. And because Michael had reached out to me and said, Nathan, we want to do a hand bomb podcast. That's right. And that was That's where, true. on a piece of paper, Why Aren't You Screaming was born. Gosh, see, I don't even remember oh. that. That was I, a year ago. I mean, that was almost a year almost ago. Almost a year ago. You know, I don't remember that. And we did we did a couple yeah. episodes that people will never hear. You'll never hear the first episodes because we were still working out the kinks in the voice. Oh no, episode. Sad. Remember, we, we did, did episode, episode zero. zero. We did. Yeah, yeah episode okay. zero got released a while back. Um, and then this is episode twenty-five technically in the official numbering. The machete order. Um, yeah. So we did two per month, which is pretty consistent. Yeah. Two a month. It's pretty good. Not um, bad. And, like, this is kind of auspicious. Is what that how that you mean? use that word? Um, I'll um, allow it. I'll allow it. What does that mean? Suspicious? It's like a big deal. No, auspicious is, like, uh, a big deal. Auspicious auspicious um i because this will be actually probably our last episode for a little while uh because vanessa gonzalez is moving to la um tomorrow or the second the second we're driving out and i realize Um, yeah we're, we're taking a road trip i've been kind of a pussy about um announcing it um not that i'm a pussy i don't know (laughs) mac blake told me he's like you're being weird about it i'm like am i i'm just not like i'm not making a big hoopla you know but sometimes uh, you know i i i think you've been fine about it vanessa because you've just been very forthcoming thank you nathan but sometimes if you are working so hard to make something not a big deal then you're making it a big deal (laughs) right yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I definitely, did, I, I did like a lot of shows when I was moving, but I didn't have like a goodbye party, and after the fact, I was like, oh, I guess that's kind of weird, um, or like right when I was leaving, I was like, oh, this is kind of weird, but I but like, I bet like it feels weird there. Yeah, that I didn't like, I didn't have an event for it. Well, here's my thing: is like I'm telling people. People are like, are you moving? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, but I'm going to be back and forth a lot because my boyfriend, I have a boyfriend. He's going to stay here. And like, I already have plans to come back in February. So I feel silly. Yeah. Being and like, 
this you have a whole thing. year of being Austin Chronicles number one stand up in Austin, Texas. Yeah, I have to come The back. people here need you. Yeah. You are our Evita Peron. <laughs> exactly. Is that a they want cheese? you to come back and sing. Um yeah. Velveeta. Velveeta Peron. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but um yeah, I'll I mean, also be back in February. Oh, that's right. Oh, um, should, we, should we do should we do a where are they now recording where uh in february <laughs> when we're here <laughs> yeah. check sure, in yeah. two months later same nathan got a terrible heroin problem <laughs> oh, no. oh no nathan yeah i it, it hasn't happened yet i'm healthy now but okay. it's just the moment vanessa walks out the right. door i'm i'm hitting the needle He's shooting up wow um, but yeah, I think, you know, I talked with Daniel and even Daniel was like, I think you need to, he's like, if you're going to go, you need to commit to it and, and do it, like give it your all. And, and, you know, it's, it's going to be a long time, but just do it. And I'm like, okay. So I think I finally swallowed that pill of like, yes, I am moving there for who knows how long. Um, but I'll be back often. Everybody calm down. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the thing is, you know, Vanessa like could come back to Austin and with comedy, like make enough money to get like to pay for the plane ticket, you know, and you have places to stay here. So yeah, it's a, that's like, it's totally viable. Um, Yeah. We'll see. And then if it doesn't work out, then we'll go from there. 2018 play it by year, baby. I think, I think the thing that we all try to Martha Kelly model. Yeah. Right. Hopefully. Seasonal. She's very successful. <laughs> I would love yeah. to follow that blueprint. I think mm. the thing that we wa- all want to avoid doing is the thing where I think you become like uh, effusive or almost like 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 you're talking more than you're doing with the announcement. Like uh, you know, if when someone gets on when someone gets on Facebook and is like, "Hey everyone, I'm finally doing it." Like I'm, I'm gonna move to New York on July first, two thousand nineteen. <laughs> just letting y'all know, you right? Know? And in, and in between then, I'm gonna be hitting the mics. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, just 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 keep that. Just go. It's like, uh, um, in uh, in in yes, please, Amy Poehler's book. Mm. She says, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here. It says something to the effect of, if no, you have, correctly. like if you have if you if there's something you really want to do say it once out loud and then shut up like like don't don't hold it in but like make it real like manifest it in the world right but not in a in a grandstanding way and then just shut up about it right and then when people Mm. come and ask you like hey vanessa are you moving then you say yeah i said that already Uh, i am moving but i'm not you know there's really not much to talk about like i'm Packing my stuff right. up, getting in the car. Um, well, it's funny because it's always like it's the inevitable. Like they're like, "Are you moving?" And then everyone's always like, "And your boyfriend? He's going with you?" And I always have to say no. And then they're like, "Oh!" And then they give me that worried face, and I'm like, "Why are you worried about it? Should I be worried about it?" And then they're like, "No, I'm sure it'll be okay." I mean, long distance. Maybe he'll move out there. I'm like, he's not. And then I'm like having this deep conversation about my life with this person I talked to twice this year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And I just think it's so silly. It is a weird, weird thing too. If whenever, like, go ahead, Michael. It, 
Oh, it is weird whenever you leave a situation and then everyone wants to weigh in on it. And then you're and then uh, I'll speak from experience and then you're gone for a little bit. And then where are they? They don't check in. They don't care what's going on. Where are they? (laughs) Low key shade. Where are yeah, low key Where shade. Check in on me. In now? <laughs> to quote Justin Bieber, exactly. Where are you now that I need you? Yeah, there you go. That's so I can't remember Amy Poehler, but I can remember Justin yeah. Bieber. It's just so funny, yeah. That, that like people are always like, and and it's so like I don't pry at anyone. Like I don't know if sometimes I come off as like rude or self centered, but like I just I. I don't know. I just mind my business. So I'm not one to be like, so what's your plan? Who you going with? What? And it's like when people ask me, I'm like, wow, you're really confident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, um, it's always weird because, like, you know, there's some people that genuinely care. And then there's sometimes where it's just like a weirdly loaded form of small talk. Like, it's kind of like how, yeah. how like the weather's crazy is changed to, oh, my God, are you scared about moving? And then that becomes, right. like, imagine <laughs> if that was, like, the small talk that you got at every coffee shop you went to. Just like, oh, my God, are you worried about moving? <laughs> That's what it's been, I feel like. Um, but everyone's been super supportive. And, yeah, I, I it is more like a, they're just trying to make small talk. Um, but I, I'm always just, like, in my head, like, why am I telling you my whole life? Um, but but everyone's been very nice and and saying sweet things and i'm just like well i'm i hope i don't let y'all down (laughs) yeah it's also it's it's weird to have relationships i sneezed folks bless Um, you it's thank you uh it's weird to have relationships that are collegial in nature we don't work together because none of us get paid for the most part to do what we sure. do. But we're, we are colleagues. But we're colleagues. And so everything has, uh, there is this sense of like, yeah, I, I care about you. Like we're in the same tribe, uh-huh. but, but we're not, but like I, but at the same time, what do we, what do we talk about other than comedy? You know, and that is a what, what, what are your plan? Cause like what I'm realizing in an even more career driven like, cause New York, Austin is career driven. There's a lot of people that are like really focused on it, but in New York, comedy people are comedy people, and it's like, right. it's what is, like, like, what do you mean? Like, that's all they talk about, or like, not all they talk about. But, like, it's always sort of tangential. Like, everything is sort of connected to comedy, or like, or like when you're like. Oh, you got this. How did you get this? Oh, you got that. How did you get that? Oh my God. Like blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's a lot of exchanging of information through that metric. And then like, I'll Mm -hmm. be talking to somebody in comedy that's not gay and I'll kind of skew over to like gay topic or something. And I will see the light leave their eyes and they're like, (laughs) they are, they are so disinterested and yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. I, I I find like when I travel or, you know, when I went to L.A., uh, it felt like that as well. It's like, so like, who uh, are you with? Uh, what what are you working on? Or, or you know, um, which I understand. Like, I mean, this is what we're doing. And I, I understand like 
um, people are curious, but it is like hard when like that's all they want to know or like if that's all we're talking about. I'm like, are we are we friends or do you want to know, know about me? Yeah. Um, um, well, you know, I don't know. It's just weird. I think like, are we friends all the time? Yeah, I think are we friends might be one of the biggest questions of 2017. Uh, Or like, like, I think... I mean, again, to quote Justin Bieber, um, (laughs) are we an item, girl quit playing, or are we just friends? What are you saying? Uh, Are these really the lyrics? Those might be incorrect. Okay. I mean, where are you now that I need you is a lot easier to remember. Like, Baby is a is a reach. I feel um, like we're going to get unfollowed because you know too many Bieber. Right. <laughs> Bieber lyrics. Or we're going to get we're going to get sued. Parties. We're going to get sued oh, right. for for libel. Um uh, not right. libel. What's the one that's um, libel slanted? Like that. <laughs> Libel's printed. Yeah. Slander. I like that. I feel like um yeah 2018 i mean 2017 this past year um yeah i mean i think there was a lot of friends made i think we we were all there for each other Mm -hmm. did you have any enemies in the year um i had enemies i had people trying to drain me of my energy okay Uh, (laughs) emotional (laughs) emotional vampires this is the word this is the song lyrics episode they were you know sucking water out of your um lake pool i don't know no uh 2017 has been a good year yeah i think um i mean not it hasn't right right right. i mean on a universal level You know, I I, uh, I was reading my horoscope, mm-hmm. uh, my yearly horoscope. I'll, I'm not I'm not crazy. I don't read it every week, okay. but I'll read it for the year. Right. Um, and, and what? Well, what's the point of getting a horoscope for the year if the year's over? Well, and then it, and then it gives you your 2018 advice as oh, well. Okay. So, uh, okay, I'm that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> and it it talked about 2017 being kind of the year of like hitting hitting bottom not in the sense of like because i i've had i've had some great moments in 2017 but the thing that it talked about was like you're going to get tired of doing the same thing over and over so 2018 is going to be the year of of you doing new things so um which i think is interesting because i am i am letting go of a show i've been running for three years here in austin and um you know i I do i want to get out there and do some different things like just keep trying different stuff i think while i'm always jealous of people like you know people like vanessa and people like maggie may who like work really hard at their craft and i think are probably just good at like doing one thing really well and just like getting better and better and better and better and better or like martin urbano and and you know who's out in in new york city but just like Cause they, I mean, you guys just attack stand up. You just do it, and it's just like boom, boom, boom. And it's like it's like watching you ride an escalator. You know, mm-hmm. I think for me, like I kind of have to like go do something crazy for a little bit, and then come back to it and feel inspired. And then for me, it's like it's like watching someone like on a trampoline. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so I think I might want to go and just do some different stuff, and then come back to it. And um, that's totally like I. It was funny. I was telling somebody last night. They're like, "Oh, you know, I get nervous before a set and all." Um, 
and I do too, but you know, sometimes, sometimes I'm like, whatever. And I feel like it's like the whatever days where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to have a good set because I don't have nerves to really like kick in and make me want to want to do well. It's when I, I feel like burnt out of my material. If I've been doing a lot of shows in a row, I'm like, I don't give a shit about this story anymore. And it just comes out like, bleh. Yeah. So I like I feel like I perform best if I haven't performed in a while. Yeah, I think coming back is really, really nice. Or like I think that returning to it or like coming back to a show that, you know, is going to be really packed and like and where it's like the audience wants to listen because like I've definitely been doing like a ton of mics and stuff here and even like a couple like really good shows. But like if I don't switch it up or I don't change the set I'm doing, or if I don't have like a gap, like, um, between things, I can feel myself. I don't, I don't, I'm not like amped. Like I'm not like, I'm not yeah, behind not my material. Excited to, yeah. You're not even excited to share the stories you have or anything. You're just like, whatever. I've been trying to kind of break off of my material a little bit and like meander, a little bit more and then also just all I want to do is get more and more honest and more and more like sort of like out in front of the jokes like I want it to be yeah. I want to be very much myself and like talk about like because I, I think I had a period where all my material had to be like super positive and I'm not making it like negative but like I'm kind of trying to like talk around my anxiety and like search that out and that's a new thing for me on stage and I think that you really have to like kind of reinvent yourself every once in a while otherwise you get bored with you and if you're bored with you the audience is definitely gonna be bored with you for sure yeah mm-hmm. it's funny when I try like to write a joke i'm like okay i need new jokes and i try to like sit and write them it's just like i'm like no like like i i can you know like for year in review we had to write jokes and Mm -hmm. i'm like okay here i have to force these out but then when it comes to like stand up like it sounds dumb like i will like force some jokes but the ones i do like keep in my rotation are the ones that like come naturally where i'm like oh here's like this is funny um you know or like if something happens which is not that often (laughs) i think that that's gonna like i think 2018 is gonna be a year of new experiences um because like my my horoscope was also sort of similar where it was like 2016 I, did, I got this like weird like three-year review because apparently 2016 i did the same one yeah yeah and it was like 2016 um is like the beginning of uh, a massive life shift and that like totally coincided so much about my life changed um during the summer of 2016 and like then they were like 2017 was going to like be you reinvesting in yourself and and then it was like 2018 was gonna be sort of like the fruition of like a lot of efforts and like a lot of new experiences were going to open up because of like the like self-work and change that had happened in 2016 2017 um Mm. and then like i'm seeing sort of that like i'm there's one robot that's writing all of these because i'm seeing that kind of like on a lot of people's thing is like 2018 being a time of like renaissance of like of 
you know, art and things and change. Um, and that sounds very exciting, even if it's just some algorithm that's like telling us what we need to hear because 2017 has been hard. Um, yeah. Right. I mean, definitely. I feel like anytime it's New Year, it's like it's time for change, hopefully growth. Um, because, yeah, whatever happened in the previous year, we kind of hopefully grow from it, learn and then take it to the next level. Um, I'm excited and also terrified of what the next year has to come. But I, I'm trying to stay optimistic. And I, I like to me, what what helps me like feel OK about whatever happens is like my friendships and knowing that I a goal like of mine throughout whatever happens next year is just to keep my friendships tight and close. Yeah, I uh, it is. Yeah. Like like Vanessa said, you every I, I I try to I try not to get swept up in the idea that you know it takes it takes going from December thirty first to January first to make serious to have a serious conversation with yourself about change sure or, or a conversation with others at the same time like yeah I I am spurned on by that to say I you know I've, I have a whole year to think about um, and process and now and that's going to going to go into into the the annual review for 2017 and then I'm going to have the, all these changes that I'm committed to in 2018 and things that I want to keep doing things that I want to stop doing. And, um, but, uh, one thing that I've also noticed, yeah, cause you have the energy as well. Like I get really weird seasonal depression in like in the summer. Um, mm. cause for me, for me, I, and I just noticed this this year about myself, you know, I'm 31 years old now, but I just noticed that like the moment it starts getting a little bit cooler outside and, and you start kind of getting that fall like smell, which happens very much later in Texas than it does right. in most places. Like, it just happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like my energy picks up immediately and I feel like, I don't know, like the, like there's this, there's a, a there's a tempo there's a rhythm to the year that ha- that starts then that makes me feel really good about myself. Ah. And for some reason, winter baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm I'm born in August, so yeah, I guess like maybe in autumn, you know, like. Maybe you need to be in New York with Michael. Maybe. Um, it's, it's cold there all the it time. It is 13 <laughs> degrees outside right now. Jesus. Mm. It was funny. I, you know how we have our like group chat to like check in with everybody. I wanted to just to kind of, I want, I love when Michael screams out of rage. So I, I wanted to just be like, I don't want to do it today. It's too cold. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said you love I when I like, scream out of rage. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the chicken from Moana <laughs> when you're like, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, which I watched recently, and I was like, "Michael's the chicken from." I Moana. am. I'm totally <laughs> yes. the chicken from Moana. Like every time Michael falls into water, you know, he just floats with his feet up, right? You know? And then you like give him some food, but he starts eating next to it, and you have to guide him to where the mm-hmm. food is. Yep, I, I think always a funny one, one of the most consistent like motions I've done since I've known Vanessa has been. Like doing the stage work or pantomiming, flipping over a table, uh, and yeah, that's yeah. exactly how I am, uh, picture you. Yeah, just time. like something goes wrong, <laughs> and then it's just like putting your hands on a table and just, uh, 
ah, which was very much like. But it's like a very small like end yeah, table. Yeah, it's, it's just it's one of those like little IKEA <laughs> like eight dollar tables that like <laughs> are super light. Right. So I can so I can <laughs> throw it up and so it sticks in the ceiling like a pencil, just just like. <laughs> <laughs> And you did that a lot this year. I think we all flip tables. There's been so much table flipping. Um, Jesus did it. Why can't we? Jesus flipped the first table. Yeah, like whenever you remember he he, in in the money changers at the temple. Yeah, in the book he like went in and he got like all extra. (laughs) That was the book of the Bible when Jesus gets extra. There is, is that new, the there new is Genesis? 100% <laughs> out there. There is like a teen Bible that literally has the head when it's like, and Jesus got all extra. <laughs> yeah, that's Old Testament, New Testament. Yeah. Yes, I remember. That's yeah. Um, yeah, it was, the, it was the money changers in front of the temple and, and Jesus goes up and he sees them and they're all changing money. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, he turned the tables. That was his big. How do y'all? I'm the Catholic here, and y'all don't. I, y'all know more about it than um, I. Um, they. Maybe that's why I still believe. <laughs> no, it's probably some. Because I don't. It's probably right. some. I don't look sexist shit. They probably like really made sure the boys knew. They were like, "You're in charge of the household, yeah. <laughs> so you need to know all this stuff." Yeah, I think what it comes down me. to might be that Michael and I had parents who were more worried about us <laughs> i mean i know for me like with my mom it was like yeah you and your brother i want you Read in this. in church All the time. um do y'all want to talk about resolutions do you have any i think i just came up okay with yeah that's that's not okay. some resolutions. lay it on us okay how about some revolutions revolution mm-hmm. starts now <laughs> Is that the new Taylor Swift album? It is. Yeah, okay. to quote Taylor Swift, <laughs> revolution. No, it's it's reputation. Like a name. Um, reputation. Yeah, yeah. Oh right, Tay-Tay, um, as they say so. So I feel like you know, every year, it's like you want to lose weight next year, and well, that's always like a uh, that's a yearly thing. But I feel like in general. I, I want to like, you know, maybe like stop underestimating myself because I feel like sometimes I do that and like it takes me a while to catch up with like, you know, people are like, yeah, you can do this and you should do that. And I'm always like, I don't know, cautious, but I want to be more like, yeah, like, I guess, believe in myself more. <laughs> Uh, if if that's a resolution in in like whatever absolutely, I do. Uh, you know what what like especially like if I'm like gonna make losing weight a goal, I want to believe that I can yeah. and like commit to that. Or you know if I want to like commit to writing, uh, you know a a pilot or whatever, I want to believe that I can and actually do it and not be like I don't know this sucks. I'm lame. I'm sleepy. You know, right. absolutely. I'm a I'm gonna snatch that one too. Yeah. I need I need I need to have that. Okay. 
Are you like that too, Mike? I feel like you're very confident. No, I'm like, because like whenever uh, Nathan brought up that Amy Poehler quote of like, if you're going to, if you want to do something, say it once and then shut up and just do it. I feel like I'm all talk sometimes. I have like, I have so many ideas and so many things. I'm like, oh, I want to write a comic book. Oh, I want to write a web series. Oh, I want to write this. And then I get in front of like the computer and I talk myself out of it every time. And like, I just like, yeah what is i do that too it's it's weird it's like it's like this fear of like well i don't want to start because it's probably yeah or (laughs) but like yeah well i think that there's this other thing where like i'm constantly concerned about what kind of space i take up in a community and so like i want to write you know a web series or something like that but then i'm like oh do we really need another series about like or from the perspective of like a white guy and i think it's good to hold that but i think that you can't hold that as an excuse if you're gonna hold that um i want to hold it and consider it i don't want to use it as an excuse to not try uh because if i just keep giving myself if i keep giving myself excuses to not try but i'm acting like or i convince myself that i'm doing it because i'm being altruistic or i'm trying to take up less space then that's just bullshit on two fronts so i kind of want to stop stop talking myself out of doing things yeah, I want to stop talking myself out of doing things under the pretense of being a good dude because I just think it's I think it rings false mm. and I know that I'm a good dude and I know in other ways I don't have to do it in that way and I know that I consider the space I take up I should still make work. Um and so that's one for me. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the that's other one great. for like well or like what that's like not a piggyback one is I'm want to resolve to handle my shit because i think that this move has shown me that i'm super codependent and it really it really shook Mm. up my world to not have like my my support structure around but i am 32 years old i'm Mm. super cool i'm like i know that i'm confident and smart and funny um what i need yeah um, yes (laughs) um what i but what i need to do (laughs) is that whenever i get down i need to stop expecting other people to fix it for me i think i need to so i'm resolving to push forward get back into some therapy um and like realize that it's okay for me to feel shitty it doesn't have to mean a ton of giant things it just means i feel shitty at the moment it's not indicative of all my choices it's not it doesn't mean anything about new york it doesn't mean anything about comedy it doesn't mean anything about who i'm around i just happen to feel shitty and i need to figure out that i and know that i can handle it and know that it's temporary because i start getting real grandiose and like make a um, mountain out of a molehill and so i'm resolving to handle my mm-hmm. shit around that and you know still ask for help and reach out to a larger group of people when i'm asking for help because i feel like right now i'm like talk to sam or talk to my mom and like and i feel like i'm not trusting mm-hmm. that i can reach out to other friends to talk about stuff and so i'm gonna stop being afraid of reaching out to folks that's great that's good and I'm a. We should hold each other to all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're gonna listen to this episode every Monday morning. <laughs> sync up our clocks. That's a good idea, actually, to hear yourself say 
Yeah. What I mean, a lot of people do like like a lot of people do self affirmations in the mirror, or people record stuff and then like listen back to them saying it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What about you, Nathan? Oh, I was dreading this he doesn't while you guys do were it. talking. Um, be brave. I wanna see you be brave. I, uh, <laughs> yes, I want to become Sarah Borelli's. Um, no. Uh, yeah, because we all know, like, we all know we have comedy goals and things like that, but we're personal, personal yeah. growth goals. Oh, I've actually grows. got another one personal here, growth. Nathan. <laughs> Dave, personal Dave rolls. Um, okay, you can you can put put off my yeah, like, my dread. So the, I have that? another thing that I think that I want to put out there, and I was thinking about it. I think that I want to reach out to more people and just like whenever I think about them, and like let them know, like, hey, thinking about you, checking in on you. Uh, you know, you're dope. Think you're cool because I feel like I often think about texting somebody, and then I'm like, no, 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 like they don't need to hear from me or they're I like talk myself out of it. And so I think like reaching out to people and letting them know that they're important to you and stuff like that. I think that's really an thing for me to do in this coming year, because it's been a weird drag of a year. And I think we need to reach out and tell people that they're cool more. I love that. I want to do that too. I'm going to, I'm going to take that one too. Cause I think it is nice. And especially like I said, like, uh, another personal goal for me, like just like, cause I don't know what the fuck's going to happen next year where I'm going to, you know, what, how things are going to lay out. But one thing that I am like going to set myself to do is, is to keep in touch with, with everyone and keep my friendship strong. Cause that is important to me. Uh, but no new friends, just oh yeah, the yeah. Old ones. No, like I, I tell everyone when I, I tell everyone when I meet them, <laughs> we're not going to be friends. Uh, <laughs> I have friends. I, I literally I tell people that. no new friends. <laughs> you say we're not going to be friends. I, I say I'm not here to make friends all the time all the time he walks into H-E-B he says that. I know he goes into Payless <laughs> I'm not here to make friends okay, I'm just getting some loafers now? they're like okay and they're like can we get your email and you're like I'm yeah not whoa here whoa to whoa make <laughs> I'm not here to make friends oh you give discounts maybe to your friends I don't need your discount I, I know someone offers prices. him a sample and it's like we're uh, not friends I say, here's a dollar. <laughs> I don't take handouts. Wow. Yikes, I've said those things. And, I, and I'll continue to say them in some strangely principled way. That's fine. Uh, I don't know. It's hard. Um, so you don't have to do anything you don't want to. Right. <laughs> Is that your resolution? <laughs> it's not doing the stuff I don't want to. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I kind of want to piggyback off of Michael's a little bit like I I wish I wish I had I wish I knew felt more comfortable or or was or was capable of overcoming my discomfort to do the work to have connections with people that I can call on without feeling selfish um I I don't know um I had a weird interaction with someone who I was very close with where they basically just told me that I use people um, 
like that I that I only like reached out to this person and you know I've I've dealt with this specific one and you know kind of done the processing with that but like mm. they basically said you know you only reach out to people when you need support um and I don't know uh I took that very very hard um and now I find myself sometimes pulling out my phone and you know like ha- like having a moment where I just maybe want to connect with a person or maybe need a moment, maybe just need like a thing of support. And I can't find like a single person to reach out to. Like, cause I'm like, no, if, it, it, this is selfish. And, mm. um, I don't know. I want to find a way to not feel selfish about that. Um, I had a, like I, asking somebody to be there for you. Or just like sending a dumb text message. Like yeah. I had a, I had a sad night last night uh just a but a, you won a contest i well th- that's the thing <laughs> i i won a contest uh i got i got acceptance in one area of my life and rejection uh, in another area of my oh life no. immediately following damn <laughs> and then i was like man uh and then I, and i'm and i was laying on my couch you know being a sad sack uh watching oh whoa that's a, that's a rough thing to add and on of course it, yeah. and of course and I of know, course, and it was an episode heart. about a dating app, and I was like, "Oh, I want to, I want to kill yourself." Yeah. No, I was like, don't. "Why can't this be like a murderous robot?" <laughs> yeah. right Ain't now. that always the way? Um, Why can't this be a murder? I would much rather a murderous robot replace a lot of my problems. Yeah, for real. But and I and I sat there looking at my phone, just wanting to wanting to send that text message to somebody of like, "Oh, just my luck," you know? Yeah. Um, and and I don't want to be the person who like throws that out into the void of social media because that feels no. icky. Although I, I am disclosing this on a podcast right now, which is probably equally icky. You now that I think well, about we it, tricked you because we're yeah. It's like you're not. I guess I would just I would love to have stronger relationships, um, but that, that that are still like I still need to be true to myself, like in terms of my introversion and my need for alone time. I yeah. like to think that in in the past, in you know. When people have reached out to me and asked for support, I've given it to them. I'm not someone, you know, because of my introversion and because of, like, I am totally okay with being alone. I'm not someone who is like, hey, let's, like, I, I I want to be with people. And so I'm reaching out to you because I want to be with people. Instead, it's like, I'm reaching out to you because you matter to me. This relationship matters to me. And I just want to check in and say hello and, and keep our connection strong mm-hmm. um, for, for what, you know, like what I can only say are kind of utilitarian purposes. Like I want you to be able to lean on me when you need me and I want to be able to lean on you and I need you. And I want us to benefit from each other's perspectives. Um, so yeah, keeping, keeping a good, a good, strong, you know, and I think limited number of relationships is important like not i think you know in in comedy especially you can be surrounded by extroverts people where it feels like summer camp sometimes yeah and everyone's like i love you you're my best friend da, da, da. and i'm like i don't even know you right I'm like who are you but um, why isn't daniel moving I, with you i think right. that yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think but it can be okay, difficult though? and i think that like one of the things that like right to like combat that is do things that are like you know it, it, 
reach out to people like I think it's like combining a couple of the resolutions we had right is like reaching out to people more often just to see how yeah. they're doing and then like, es- like establishing those things like those like those connections that go back and forth but then I think that you know you're a very specific and like special kind of person Nathan and it's not always gonna be it definitely isn't gonna always be easy because like you're not all lovey-dovey and like the whenever like the person that's not always lovey-dovey also needs help people are like wait what's going on and I think that you're gonna encounter that sometimes but Right. You do have people that do love you and care about you. And I always love actually whenever you reach out to me and like I get a Facebook message from you that's just like basically an UG. And I'm like, all right, let's go, bitch. Let's go. Right. What's <laughs> g- I give me the UG. I know. Well, like I was gonna like you said it too, Mike, where you're like, Oh, I, I had a hard time like you want to text somebody, but then you don't, you know, like a similar thing. But I feel like, you know, even like with us three, I feel like if I, if either of you texted me like, oh, like, fuck this or, you know, just something to vent, I'm not going to be like, of course, I'm going to be like, yeah, what's up? And, and interested and want to listen. I'm not going to be like. This motherfucker's <laughs> bothering me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm. <laughs> I mean, and and I guess if it ever really did come to it, like, I would hope that I'm the kind of the person that someone can really. I mean, I know that, like, I always, I have, I, I definitely have very strange views about intimacy. Um, you know, and and I'm always, uh, like the the example that I always call upon is a uh, demolition man. <laughs> where in this new society oh my god that's you in this new society like uh uh lena i think it's lena Huxley, sandra bullock who's played by uh sandra bullock yep uh, sandy sandra, sandra excuse me uh um sandy b turns to sylvester stallone and says john spartan will you have sex with me uh turns out sex is weird they put on helmets all that stuff but um it's uh it's but, like an there's no intimacy. In it, it is that moment of like, I trust you at least superficially, and I would like for us to potentially be intimate. And I mean, I would love for that to be the case in everything in life. Where <laughs> if like, let's say I did send a text message to Michael, and Michael <laughs> was like, Nathan, I'm going through my own struggles right now, and I actually can't help you. Like he would just say that, and I would go, Oh, okay. It would still hurt. It'd be disappointing, you know. Oh. Or Michael could say, Hey, Nathan, like you've kind of reached out to me. At a bad time. At, at a, like, you've reached out to me, like, four times in the past So this time weeks. it's free? Um, like, who else are you talking to about this? <laughs> <laughs> well, what if he's not, What if you're... What if... It's okay if Michael's the only one you want to. Well, I think to, that right? there's like. Is that okay, Michael? I think that if there was know. a point, like I think there's different things there, right? Because like, if Nathan had contacted me and like really wanted me to vent at the moment, like I would hope that I'd be able to gauge whether or not it was like super severe, and if it didn't seem like it was super severe, you know, I might yeah. read it and be like, I'm gonna get back to him in like eight hours, or and if I if I couldn't handle it. Or like, you know, and hopefully I would say something I would feel like comfortable saying something like, hey, let me check back in. But like I often text not expecting someone to immediately be there and like kind of well, there was (laughs) that there was that one night where I called you or texted you and uh, Vanessa and I was like 
crying on a subway platform because I like missed a train and like it wasn't coming and I was super and 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 she was asleep and I was like super overwhelmed but you know what I did I sat there on the subway platform cried in front of a bunch of MTA workers eventually stopped crying got on a train got home went to sleep and talked to her in the morning and you know it was all fine you know like sometimes like someone isn't going to be available right then or sometimes i think you can tell somebody i can't right now and um i think that that's fine also i think that we should get emotional punch cards like something to like count all the times that someone that you've that you've checked in on somebody or someone that somebody has reached out to you for help well, and I th- <laughs> like I've been there for you this many times. I think it is interesting. Like I, I am, I'm, I'm obsessive about tracking a lot of different things in my life, um, just so that I can see what the patterns are. Like it took me 31 years to realize that around like January, or not sorry, around June 15th to like July 15th, I am going to have like a wave of of not severe but like i am not like something's going to happen to my energy um you're like angry or something it'll it'll be frustrated it'll be sad it'll be all these things and like and and in in previous years and of my adult life even i have made really bad choices um in that in that span in that while i'm in that mood and then i have to deal with that Mm -hmm for you know then i have to like then i have to snap out of it and be like what was i thinking um right but it's and and i what i what i did was i put i put a thing on my google calendar on uh june 15th 2018 it's like here's a reminder from you in a different time that you're gonna probably start feeling this way right and so but like it is interesting to like note like what are what are those things that kind of put us at the edge maybe it's just like you know, in that situation that you talked about, Michael, maybe it's like just being up too late at night, you know, or maybe it's like being, you know, or diet or you right, know, yeah. being less active, whatever. Like, I think there's a lot of things um, that happen uh, that that like make us feel like shit. Um, and then also like that was also a time where like. A lot of people were moving to. I like, lived in my, September, my but like the the transition started in the summer. Yeah, like you know, shit like that, and I think what, like, I think what I'm taking away from this is like, you want to be more vulnerable and open to your friendship like not like make a lot of friends like that's i get anxiety of like opening my circle up uh and new friendships do like it it, it, it's it's hard for me because i i feel like i have a lot of like trust issues and like i don't know um and and i understand like when i hear you talk about like you know letting people in sometimes that that gives me like anxiety as well too and like um, I'm like, oh no, I'm like, I don't, I don't have like time or like energy, like for a new friend or I don't know what, yeah. but like there's a, and it's and I feel like it's silly. Like if I take a step back at it, um, but I do want to like keep myself open to new friendships and like, but also with caution. Cause there's still that part of, yeah. it's like, I don't know what if people are evil. I think I, th- 
I think just acknowledging like it's okay for me it's okay for me to be you know yeah just more vulnerable and also just to acknowledge like I think I should just go to the 10 people in my life who I am close with and who matter to me and just say so and just say hey I'm a big weirdo and I need to tell you this you're one of the 10 people in my life that matters to me a lot of people I will be so I will be friendly with I'll be cordial with um like they don't matter to me the way that you do mm-hmm. so like I'm not just gonna text a random person yeah. uh you know to see what they're doing on a Friday night um but I might text you at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> saying I'm in crisis <laughs> like <laughs> right um and that's fair and like I I I totally like think that that's valid you know and also like and also let that person know like i have professionals i can talk to as well and you are always <laughs> you were always free to say yeah. i'm not equipped to do i think this. That, <laughs> i think there's something else in fair. this that like in talking about it is that when you have that guilt and i'm saying this to myself but saying it to y'all um i think that when you have that guilt or that shame mm-hmm. or you feel like a rejection or you feel a trust issue. I think that I always try to like deal with it right away. Like I'm like, I want to get to the bottom of this right now. And I think that that might be a little toxic because then that's what makes me start snowballing and turning things into bigger deals than they are. So I think that like, you know, if it feels like if you have a moment, if I have a moment where I'm like, I don't have any friends I don't need to pick apart why I feel that way. I think I might need to be like, I'm lonely right now. And then put that feeling up on a shelf and then a shit later whenever I'm not sobbing or like, or like, or I feel rejected from like somebody that's not, that wasn't nice to me rather than process that while I'm angry, like acknowledge it and then put it in a drawer and be like, okay, I need to remember to check on that later whenever I'm feeling less less stressed out yeah absolutely and like i think it is like i think that you're the fact that you're able to acknowledge the feeling and the fact that you're able to you know that you're you're able to kind of control it and say you know what i'm going to put that away for later or take a breath and do that i think that we you know if you're able to do that like you should definitely take advantage uh of doing that of of being able to kind of uh control your feelings or kind of pause take well yeah i think it's like because some people for sure because i think it's like i can't yet but i want to put that intention out there to like practice and be meditative and intentional about that because normally i just start freaking out and i'm trying to put it out there that it's like understanding that it's not functional and understanding that I have the, I have the ability to do anything. It just takes a lot of practice. And I think that that's like, yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to say like, is there like some statistics out there about anxiety? Like, I feel like our, I feel like maybe our generation has to have like the most anxiety of, I don't know, the other past generations went through some shit too. I don't want, maybe not, but like, I feel like there's a lot of shit in the air vibes that just like naturally make us all like terrified. So, I mean, I think there's definitely a pretty, a like, and, and this is like not even generational. This is just immediate. Like 20, I was, uh, I was just talking with a, a comic from 
New Orleans, who is uh, going to start his residency in psychiatry oh, um, wow. soon. And he, and he, he talked about, yeah, there is absolutely research. Um, you know, there's, there's in the moment research right now, which, you know, obviously is a certain, a certain type of data, but it talks about just from, from January 1st, 2017 to like now, like there is a gr- a good deal of, of psychic trauma that is hitting a lot of people and knowing, I mean, people of, you know, v- people of different types of identities of knowing how little the world actually cares yeah. out there and how angry the world is. And so there's that. And then I think also just generationally, um, it always comes back to the same thing for me, but like we're seeing those, the, uh, those, um, you know, uh, manifestations of late capitalism where also, and we're also in an economy where it's less about the thing that you make. I mean, we don't make things anymore, right? We don't all, we don't all go work at a factory and pump out things. We all, we live in a, in a world where you have to be talented or you have to have great ideas and you have to take tremendous risks. And you don't, you don't know every second of every day how productive you're being or how much your time is worth. Um, people absolutely are always trying to get one over on you. Um, and, and we're told that that's okay, you know, with unpaid internships and, and doing a lot of stuff for free to get your foot in the door. And if you, and the moment you raise your hand and say, is sure. this okay? People well, are then like, there's also, um, right. so there's, there's, there's we're the first generation to grow up, grow up with a 24 hour news cycle, um, where like, it's not like the news is in the morning, the news is constant and we're constantly getting updates, um, which is like partially good because we constantly are aware of what's happening, but it's also muddled and we can't turn it off or we can, but it's difficult. Um, and then I think that we're also the first generation to grow up from like birth on being talked to about the reality of the planet degrading. Um, like, you know, that wasn't really something that was like being fully, fully talked about in like, in like as obvious, uh, you know, in our parents' generation, it really became our generation where it was like constantly like, it's so apparent, um, that, you know, but I mean, the other, the other pike, what's up? I told you, uh, I'm sorry. I was I was gonna say I told you about that three year old that was in my class who was crying because <laughs> she said that the world was gonna end because the people are using too many fossil fuels and the world's getting too hot. I'm like, how do you know? How do you know this? Like, why? And she was just like laying on her mat with her eyes open. She couldn't go to sleep. She's like, we're all gonna die. Well, it's funny. Everybody it was like, get out of here. <laughs> like, it was like people. There's like joking around because there was that like recent thing at NASA that was essentially like talking about like kind of acknowledging the existence of alien life. And they were like, oh, no, no, we've got, like, some stuff. And, like, you know, we were pretty sure. And no one gives a shit because there's just so much other shit going on <laughs> that we're like, yeah, 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 whatever. So what are we going to do about X, Y, Z? And um, But I think that there is, like, to, like, right. I guess to kind of, like, flip it a little bit is I think that, like, we're, we come with all of this anxiety and with all of these things and, like, we're having a hard time generalizing. General, oh no, I can't talk. Uh, generation wise, generationally, well, whatever. Um, but we, <laughs> I think that we have 
so much potential to support like smaller community ideas and i'm not talking about like comedy culture or uh any of that like not cult like not like sort of like communities in that sense but like communities of people of chosen families of those 10 people that you do let in um i think that we do have the generation that is often most vulnerable and even if we do have all this anxiety i find that people in our generation open themselves up far more and are far more honest about like their weaknesses and when they need help than any previous generation so i don't know i'm very optimistic in the sense that i think that if the world is still around, we have the potential to create a much healthier world. And we're just sort of in the Empire Strikes Back period right now. And we're eventually going to get to the Return of a Jedi period. Oh and then everything will fall yeah. apart again, but that won't be on us anymore. <laughs> right. It totally well, uh, feels like Empire Strikes Back. It cycles, yeah. It's, and and, and it's, a, it's a very interesting period of transition i mean i don't i think there's a lot of stuff that we still haven't wrapped our mind around yet as a society because we always say oh we get it like the internet came out and we're like oh we get it we get how the internet works we have no idea we just we don't understand what that means to us to to be such a connected world we don't understand things like a you know globalism we don't understand like what it means to be globally connected and what that what that does to our brains and what that does to the way that we think and also what that does like the reactions that it produces in people sure. who weren't who aren't natives to that right cuz cuz right now i mean so much of the problems in the world right now have to do with the fact that things are changing and old people and old I, power I structures like to, old to structural things yeah but essentially old yeah Older yeah. power structures, which do in fact hold a lot of power, are resisting that change. Mm -hmm. um, whether because it favors them and it favors the their maintenance of that power, or whether because it generates more power for them, I don't know. But I think we that we're all Kittness Eberdan, you know, and Eberdan. Yeah, we all gotta whistle and put our fingers up. I can't whistle, so I'll just go. <laughs> He's a spit. Yeah, but it's a. Uh, yeah. But we're ending on a note. We're ending on a note of of hope. Everybody, of there's hope for this generation. There's hope for these three human beings who you've who you are listening to right now. For who a you little might bit. Not hear again, for a little bit. For a little bit. But just a little everybody bit. Calm down. I everybody don't know why Daniel's not coming with me. Calm down. But <laughs> if you want, if you want to stay in touch with with the three of us then there's a very easy way to do that it is in fact through social media right you can follow vanessa gonzalez at Vanessa on twitter b-u-h b-u-h nessa you can follow me at just made by nate you can on instagram follow and twitter and I put mostly instagram because um, i'm better at it you know what you know what let me take the mic yeah, and we, i'll figure it out okay, okay. I'm we're going to figure it I'm out. I'm going to take a mic with me and I'm going to figure this it out. May, yeah, this may, yeah, this, this, we might find out that, um, <laughs> you know, why aren't you screaming is going to continue and it, we're going to represent all of the areas of the U.S. with an L.A. and Austin and a New York, um, uh, which would be super dope. 
the scheduling of that is going to be bonkers. Um, but I am. S- yeah. But you know what? I was thinking about it because I was like, you know, it's hard to schedule now. Maybe with three times. I think so. Zones, I think it'll, it'll be easier. <laughs> that would be yeah, a like, welcome I think surprise. That, like, I think you're gonna be, you're going to be four hours behind me, um, <laughs> and so. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay. So we're going to be recording uh, 10 p.m. Vanessa time, <laughs> 2 a.m. That's fine. I Michael could do time. That. I could do 10 p.m. Michael, your roommate is not going to like. Well, yeah, no, I, 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 I can get quieter. I think that what might end up happening um, is it would definitely be later. My, well, I mean, of course, that's how time zones work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. Well, we could talk about this later. No, we should do all of our <laughs> planning now. No, let's, put, let's put this on, on the shelf. So that the fans let's put this know on the shelf with do. our guilt okay. or so, our, sh- our shame. Um, our unresolved shelf. feeling shelf. Okay, so 4 p.m. LA, <laughs> 2 p.m. here, 3 p.m. Does that work? Um, I don't this has been so much fun, and we're going to figure out some shape <laughs> of more podcast stuff, um, be it this or something else. Oh, it would be four, it would be six, and five. Seven. Four p.m. It would be four p.m. And then seven. seven yeah, something five, like that. Seven, yeah. Or maybe That's it's just like terrible. figuring out a specific time, like Good. on a Sunday or something, where we're just like, we make ourselves available and we just roll with it. But I mean, I, we'll figure it out. Um, I love y'all so much. Um, it is. I love y'all. I heard uh, Michael, you're I don't even on a know. rager. Um, you on a rager tonight? I'm I'm leaning into it and, and getting ready just to have fun because I'm still so new in New York. I don't know if I'm going to have that many friends coming. So I'm just going to take all of my roommates friends. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to I'm going to be like the creature from gotcha. the thing and just sort of like pull them into like my large mass. And then we're going to like uh, take over New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, it has been a good um, you know you what despite everything it has year. been a good year and yeah yeah i mean i it does feel shitty to say it's been a great like but like i think for the podcast i'm talking about our little small <laughs> i don't know why well, i think in, for us individually i think that we've like podcast. done like great things and i'm proud of y'all Yeah, yeah, it was it was so nice to be. Uh, oh, I said uh, here's a here's a great memory. <laughs> I just realized I said the name of the podcast. Doesn't wrong. matter. <laughs> you know, it's been a good year. <laughs> I I remember do, recording the podcast uh, before I did funniest person Austin prelims, and Michael had advanced and Vanessa had advanced already, and it was like we believe in you, Nathan, and then lo and behold go out mm-hmm. did a good job because of the podcast because of the podcast you yeah. know me and vanessa both advanced in a comedy competition <laughs> last night and they didn't even mention the podcast ten dollars um $10. all right have a happy new year and uh i miss y'all bye happy Love new year everybody Mike. happy new year